Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where I discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Danica, and today we're going to be discussing the final episode of Family Chantel. So, hopefully this still sounds good. I'm recording on something different, um, just temporary, but yeah, we're going to be talking Family Chantel. So, it is just me. Letitia did not want to take part on this one just because the episode was pretty stupid. I'm not gonna lie. But I can't I can't do that. I have to keep going for you guys. So we will wrap this up. So let's jump right into it. We're just gonna jump right into the episode. Nothing on top of the episode, no hot costs, no announcements, no nothing. I'm just gonna be jumping in to the uh, to the episode. Um, there will be announcements that will be coming up um, in the new year. We have a lot of things kind of coming up, a lot of changes, stuff like that, but um, that will be all discussed in the new year. So until then, we're just going to jump right into the episode. So season five, episode six, titled uh, can't remember, um, parting is sweet sorrow or something like that. Anyways, I guess we're going to be leaving as soon as we get the voodoo box. Who knew? Anyway. And, uh, yeah, I pretty much wrote like this as planned. Clearly, the, we all know this <laughs> at this point. But it's funny because even Karen is like, no, you shouldn't go because, you know, I sent the voodoo back to sender, so it's already on the way there, so, like, you don't need to go. But I'm thinking to myself, Karen, you started all of this. You're the reason the voodoo got sent in the first place, because you can't just leave well enough alone. You gotta keep going. Anyway, so, um, She's like, you know, send it back to sender. A few clicky clicks of the lighter and poof. Uh, anyways, River's going to be going with her because he's like, well, I'm not going to let you go by yourself. So I guess I'm going to go. Um, but he does say that the family is all like devil worshippers. And again, I'm just thinking, you really think these people believe all of this? Like, come on. It's so dumb. Anyway. So now we go over to the DR, and we see that they've landed Chantel and River. So they're there. And he's like, you know, no, sorry, she says that she's only there to look the predators in the eyes and tell them to fuck off, I guess. But I'm thinking, again, I think we can all agree. What is this going to get you? Like, this isn't going to help you. You're wasting your time on these people more than you really need to be. But anyways, the next morning, we see Chantel is calling Pedro to tell him, you know, your family sent my family voodoo, blah, blah, blah. And of course, he's like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Anyways, um, she... Jesus Christ. She refers to the voodoo 
as a terroristic threat. Um, it's not a terroristic threat, Chantel. It's, it's a message. But it's not a terroristic threat. I'm, from, from the terroristic events that have happened in the last, last few decades, usually it targets a group of people, unfortunately. Not a fucking family. I'm just saying. Anyway. He does submit like he didn't know about the voodoo. Um, but he says, like, you know, they won't leave me alone, and that's why they did it, and blah, blah, blah. And, um, but she's like, you know what, but guess what? Guess what, Pedro? I'm here. And he's like, huh? Why are you here? <laughs> she's like, you know, I changed your life. You know, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't be barefoot on dirt road in the campo eating chicken feet. Hey, I mean, I don't like chicken feet. I'm not about it. But there are people who like chicken feet who aren't going to be barefoot in the campo. But that's, I mean, it was harsh. It's kind of funny, but it was harsh. But this is kind of when the unnecessary starts to seep in with Chantel, but we'll get to it. So, and he's like, I command you to meet me today. I command you. He agrees. But what's funny here is that she actually says to us, the viewer, that the reason she used that language that I command you is because he's got a devil in him, so I have to speak to the devil. To, not, sorry, not the devil, the demon. I have to speak to the demon in him. So I had to command the demon. And I said, like, with this and the other things that come up afterwards, I'm thinking, my girl, you are sounding like your mother. <laughs> it's, I don't get her. Anyways. Moving on, um, he does, like I say, agree, but he can tell she, he's like, she is not here to talk. She's not here to listen. I know her. I can hear it in her voice. She's here to fight. Hold on to that. So then we're with Nicole and Lydia, and we see Nicole is wearing, a la Angela, a face mask. And you're thinking, Lord Jesus. She does explain that she is wearing the face mask because she is doing some sort of oral surgery. And she says, like, her teeth have, like, these caps or some shit. Like, she's it's one phase of the, of the surgery, and she doesn't feel comfortable showing her face. And I said, my girl, and this is brought up later, too. Your teeth, your mouth is so jacked that you have so many things happening with your mouth. It's, mm, but she wants to talk about Chantel and her looks. So um, then Pedro 
comes and he starts talking to them and he's like, listen, Chantel called me and told me about the voodoo. They're laughing and all of this nonsense. And Pedro starts laughing too because he does find it funny. Let's be real here. But he, you know, he's like, listen, you're just causing more issues for me. Yes, her family will leave me alone, but you're engaging, which in turn is making them respond. And this is never going to end. This is never going to end. So then he tells them, okay, well, you know, keep laughing, keep laughing, because she's here. Immediately, their faces are like, what? What do you mean she's here? Why is she here? And Nicole is like, she's crazy. I would never come back to the DR. And I'm thinking, yeah, but you know how she is. And mind you, this is all producer driven. This is all fake. Let's be real. But don't act surprised. My girl has come to the DR for less. She's riding her ass at the DR when she was still married to Pedro. What makes you think she won't do it when she's still not? Even though it doesn't make no sense, but that's what she's going to do. Like, don't act like, let's not act like we're surprised. Anyway, so he, again, like I said already, he tells them, like, you gotta stop engaging, you're making things worse. And, um, and then we kind of have, like, this scene, because he's talking about the fact that, like, you know, I definitely had, like, a lot of problems with the, with the family and the fighting and stuff like that. And then we do see a clip of the fight between Pedro and River. And so, again, like I've mentioned before, I am a reality gaze listener and actually listener on the Patreon, and they are covering some of the old um, seasons that they haven't covered before. And one of obviously we got to the point where we did see this fight between River and Pedro. Now, obviously I've been watching this show consistently since season three. And obviously I've seen that the infamous fight between River and Pedro many, many times. And what I missed is the fact that River called him some sort of name, because you hear, like, and again, in this clip, we see it with the beep, what's happening, what's clear, they're beeping out something he is calling Pedro. Now, from my understanding, from what I've listened to by listening to Reality Gaze, River called Pedro the N-word. And it's pretty clear that after watching this clip again with that being in my mind, he definitely did. And that is what started the fight. Because obviously, Pedro got upset and said, well, what did you call me? And then that's when the fight happened. I don't want to rehash the fight too much, but again, this is obviously something I never talked about. But the thing with this fight that pisses me off when it comes to Chantel and the family, her family, is looking back again at the past seasons, 
and looking back at with this fight being behind them. It's amazing to me how much Chantel took River's side in that moment. I can't understand that's your brother, but how much she took her his side in that moment when I'm thinking, honey, your brother called your husband a derogatory term. Now, I know that derogatory term can mean different things for different cultures, but clearly he took offense to it. And uh, again, I have said this again many times in the past. Not many times, but I have said it before. Black people need to stop calling other black people the N-word or using the word because they think, well, we're taking back our power. I understand that. You know, you're not using the ER, using the A and whatever, but it's just like, it, it just doesn't, it's not necessary. That's what I believe in. I do not use the word. I try my very best not to use the word. I'm not saying that I didn't, because I would, but when I educated myself and went through courses and, and whatnot, because I was lucky enough to do a Black History course in school, that I'm just like, this isn't a necessary word. This word is something that white people called us to shame us, to make us lower than we already probably were and felt in those days and even now. And it's just, you know, we shouldn't be calling each other that or using that word all willy-nilly. But in this case, River called him that to bring him down. And I'm sorry, but River started the fight. I mean, we don't have to rehash it any more than that, but kind of seeing that again, it's just kind of like, he had no support during that, really and truly after that argument, after that fight. You can kind of see where their relationship, Chantel and Pedro's, just kind of went downhill. Because she just was not supporting her husband in that moment. The bare minimum she could have done was say, I believe you. I support you. My brother was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. But she didn't do that. I understand that's your family. I get it. But so is your husband. Your husband is also your family. So it's just, uh, anyways, let's move on past that. Okay, so let's move on. We see everyone getting ready. We first see Chantel and Riffer getting ready. And my girl is wearing her best revenge outfit. She looked incredible. That's about as far as it goes. And then we see Pedro, Nicole, Lydia getting ready. And then all of a sudden, Lydia's phone starts ringing. And honestly, in this moment, I thought, oh my god, is Scott, is he calling her? No. Fucking Karen calls her and sounds like a fucking fool trying to speak Spanish to Lydia. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? But, like, the conversation was so stupid because Karen is basically like, you know, I turn return this to sender on the voodoo. Has the voodoo reached you yet? And all of this nonsense. And they're like, you know, kind of playing along with it, obviously. 
It's so, so dumb. And then Karen's like, I burned that voodoo up and I put Pedro's soul in it. His soul's in the voodoo. It's so stupid. It was so unnecessary. Ugh. Anyway, moving on. So, okay, so Chantel and River get to the restaurant first. And we see them staging the table and sprinkling holy water on the chairs because what better way to get rid of a demon mm-hmm. um and you can kind of see like everyone in the background's like staring at them doing this because they look stupid <laughs> so then um we kind of see like Pedro or Lydia and Cole are getting they're on their way there and Nicole says before, you know, you met her family to choosing this to Pedro. Um, Chantel was different. I can, I can believe it. And she says, you never stood a chance with them. Again, also believe that. But here's the thing again. I have probably said for years now that no, uh, Chantel didn't go about things the right way. She lied about why Pedro was there. She kept the lie up until right before they were getting married. She made Pedro lie with her. They were doomed from the beginning. But then I started to think, I actually think that's not correct. Because I think, despite the fact that I think that was the wrong way to go about things, I'm going to say two different things here. I think, first of all, Pedro would have done anything for her. I really, truly believe that. We'll get to that in a minute. But I really, truly think Pedro would have done anything for her. And if that meant lying his way through those 90 days, and he would have done it without, without a doubt. But here's two things I'm going to say. Number one, I feel like Chantel lied for a reason. I think she knows something, she knows something about her family that the rest of us don't know. We don't know these people. We really, truly don't know these people. And I think there's so much more to her parents, especially, than we are seeing. I I think that it's just, there's a reason she lied to them. Do, do I agree with it? No. Do I get it? Yes. But I don't, I think there's a reason why she did. Whether that is she wanted to preserve her relationship, she thought maybe they wouldn't accept him, but I think that's kind of where it is. I think she knew they wouldn't accept him. Because as we can kind of see throughout the seasons with her parents, especially her mother, the xenophobia is so prevalent. It pisses me off. So I think that is why she didn't tell her parents. And then with that in mind, even if she told them the truth from the very beginning, I don't think they would have ever accepted him because he's not American. Straight up, nothing else. I think they never would have accepted him. So I think what Nicole said in this moment was so correct hate to say it, but it was so correct. 
he never stood a chance. Even though things seem to have gotten better, look at the bullshit that had to happen before that got to that point. Think of it this way, the last two to three years of their marriage, that's when things were in a better place with her, with her family to, to an extent that, you know, things were better. But the same could not be said with her and his family. So it's also that I'm sure to some extent that bothered him. I think that would bother anybody. But yeah, I just kind of just going back to that. I, I don't think he would have stood a chance. I think even though he was someone accepted, I still, in my gut, just feel like they would have always had a problem, honestly. Look at how they treated Royal's wife as well. Same idea, same thing. They didn't fully accept her, but Chantel was the same way. And it's funny because I feel like the one person that they did accept was Winter's ex-boyfriend because he'd been with her for a very long time, but they seemed to have liked him until shit came out. And then that's when shit changed. But they accepted him from the looks of things. And look, he was the worst of them all, in my opinion. Anyways, moving on past that. Then when they get there, they sit down, Chantel says to them, so we return the voodoo back to sender. Did you get it? Did you get hit with it yet? Looks like you did. And she says it to Nicole. She's like, looks like you took a hit with the voodoo. And, uh, yeah, that was fucking funny. And, you know, she kind of says here in this moment that, like, Nicole has been wearing braces since I met her. She's like, the fuck is wrong with your mouth? I agree. So, anyways, this is kind of the part where everything some becomes a little bit of a jumbled mess, but I'm trying to do my best to keep up. So, she kind of, um, Chantel kind of goes off at this point and is kind of like, you know, you know, you were never nice to me, you would talk shit about me in Spanish back when I didn't really understand the language and all of this. And she's like, you know, you would say I was ugly. And Nicole says, oh, she never, she never overcame that. She never overcame that. Which kind of admits, yeah, I said those things, which obviously we've seen her say those things. But then it's funny because then Nicole says, listen, moment, please, moment, please, as she says. And she says, listen, I said it. I did. And I will say, you're not ugly on the outside. But she's basically trying to say that she's ugly on the inside. But of course, she's not able to really finish that thought because Chantel just kind of speaks over her. But she does eventually finish the thought and says, like, on the inside you are. But Chantel also says that Nicole's ugly on the inside as well, which is true. She definitely is. Anyway, Chantel kind of says in this moment, she's like, yeah, you want to talk about my looks? Nicole, take the mask off. Take the mask off. Let's see you. Let's see you. You want to talk about me? Take a mask off. I thought that was funny. It's childish. Yes. 
but I don't come here to act like I'm the mature person I am. I want stupid drama. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, anyways. Lydia kind of says, I think, in, a, in, in the moment, kind of says, like, you know, she isn't taking responsibility. She needs to take responsibility for the failure of the marriage as well. And I say, okay, but do you tell that to Pedro? Because I think Pedro also needs to. I think both of them do. I do think that. Anyway. And then, um, then they fucking Chantel. I mean, the apple does not fall far from the tree because then she says, okay, hand me that. And she brings out this cross and she's like, you know, may the power of Christ compel you or some shit. I'm just like, she's not fucking serious. And they start laughing, which I think, again, I would have. What are you talking about? But Christ compel you. You're not an exorcist, ma'am. Number one. Number two. There's no demons here. What are you... Uh, she's not well. <laughs> and then she says, Oh, you just the nasty. Because I know you've been cheating. And, um, you know, cheating with your co-workers and your boss. And then that's when Pedro's face turns to this sympathy. And I'm just thinking, okay, are you just like... Are you just being an asshole? But this is when he changed my mind on things. Because he says, look at me. He says, look at me. I never cheated on you. He says, like, I, I, I never did that. Never did that. And he <laughs> goes on to say, she's like, you know, you put your dick in everything. And he's like, no, I never put my dick in anything. <laughs> Oh my god. Clearly, because you didn't even sleep with your wife for a year, but nonetheless, I'll, I'll put my thoughts out there in a second on this. But he, he says, I can never do that. And then she kind of says, brings up Karima and all this. And he, she's like, you know, you, you loved her and all of this. And he says, I was never in love with Karima. I was in love with you. And he's like, I never had sex with her. And and then Chantel says, you know, you were only with me for for the money. And he says, no, I wasn't. Because when we started, we had shit. And I think, again, for anyone who's been watching their story from beginning to literal end, will know. They had a, they were living in a shitty-ass one-bedroom apartment for most of their marriage. My girl was going through fucking school for most of their marriage, most of their relationship in total. And he's right. They didn't have shit. We all know the show does not pay them very much. I can't imagine she was making, or they were in it as a couple, were making a lot of money off of the show. Based on the fact of what they had in their savings, it's not that crazy of amount. It's more than mine. My account has, but you know, it's just, he's right. Let's continue. So he says, again, I was in love with you. 
And he goes on to say, no matter what I say, though, she will not believe me. And again, he's right. So here's what I'm going to say. When a woman is hurt to a point that she is currently hurt to, it is really hard to look past everything and hear what that person is saying because you are so hurt. It's, it's a defense mechanism. We all can, you know, understand where she's coming from here. She does love this man, I'm sure, and probably to some extent still does. So the only way that she can protect her heart, any, you know, from any further heartbreak from him is to put that wall up, is to pretend like she doesn't give a shit. And, you know, not hear him. I think it takes a lot of strength to hear someone, especially someone that you're no longer with, but it doesn't minimize the strength that she's currently in, even if she's not able to hear him. Because she doesn't need to. She doesn't know him that. And it really has to be about her. If she's ready to accept his words, that's one thing. If not, then that's okay. But he's right. There is nothing he can say to her in this moment. And that's, you know, that's kind of what he's done, though. Because the minute you want a divorce, it just changes everything. Anyway, moving on. He says, you know, listen, I know I was not a perfect husband. She keeps interrupting him. We're just going to keep on going here. But he says, I wasn't a perfect husband. I know that. And I am sorry. But you never helped me grow. Now, I still disagree with this. I will forever disagree with this. But again, at the same time, it's I, I'm again. I'm gonna put my thoughts into this once we kind of get past this. But um, I, I don't fully agree with him here. But let's continue going. She says, "Like I don't accept the apology." She tells him that I know your proposal was not your words, and the absolute shock and confusion which then turns to hurt that goes on his face made me realize you can't listen to everything that everyone has to say. Now, Obed is great drama. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But at the end of the day, we don't know really and truly what happened with his friendship with the family. We don't know if the family witnessed something or saw something or whatever that made Obed not someone they want in their lives. We don't know that. And maybe Obed is real mad and real pissed that he needs to bring the family down. And what better way to bring the family down further than to meddle in someone's marriage as we've seen before, or demise thereafter of that relationship. I I wouldn't put it past Obed to be lying through his teeth 
about things that he has no knowledge of. I just, I just don't. Or twist. Because the thing here is, when this came out, when Jesus says this to him, Pedro says, you know, I got help to write my proposal in English because my English was not good back then. But they are my words. So, I bet you on a hundred bucks, Obed knew this. But since their friendship has now ended between Obed and the family, Pedro, that he twisted the knowledge that he had in his favor to make things worse for the family. And he's dragging Chantel into it. And I'm going to get again to my thoughts on this relationship as a whole in a bit. Um, but I, I truly think that. Because, it, again, like I said, I was in this moment, in these moments with Pedro, where I saw the, I saw the man that I saw before who loved her. And I'm like, oh, he's telling the truth here. I'm not saying that Chantel isn't telling the truth in certain things. But I believed him. That's what I'm saying. I believed. I believed him. He made me believe him again. Now, do I think he's still somewhat garbage? Yes, out of things that have come out since. There are certain things that make me take pause, but I still believe the love he had for his wife, his now ex-wife. I believed that in this moment. Anyway, um, so then he says to her again, I never cheated on you. Then she gets up and she walks away and she starts crying and she's freaking out at one point. And then River gets up and he's like, you know, listen, you got up. If you have nothing more you need to say to these people, let's just leave. So they leave. And as they're leaving, Pedro kind of just yells to her and says, I really do wish you the best. We're going to leave this here, though. We wish you all the best, Sean Robinson style. Jesus. Anyway, then they leave, and he says, you know, listen, the thing that hurts the most is I told her that I loved her, and nothing changed. We've already talked about that, because I think there's nothing that he can say that is going to make her see differently. And honestly, what good would that do? Really, like, what could without have done? Because does that mean you guys are going to get back? No, probably not. So telling her you loved her is just going to make it worse for her healing process. She's still, she's going to go right back to that point and say, then why aren't we together? And this is going to put her right back to it. So I don't blame her for not wanting to accept it or listen to it or anything. I think if I was in those moments, I wouldn't want to accept that either. It's not easy to tell an ex-partner that you do have 
love for them. And then just not be the same. You know, it's not easy. Anyway, we kind of do like a back and forth thing here. And she feels that the apology was fake, just like their marriage was. Okay, back to Pedro. He says, you know, with her for money, what money? They didn't have money. We kind of said this already. He says, listen, if anything, they used me to pay for her education that they did not want to pay for. No, 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 no. Pedro, you got my attention. Keep going. What do you mean? Because I 100% think that her parents did not want to pay for her education for whatever reason, whether maybe they couldn't or they wouldn't, I don't know. And I don't necessarily think anyone used him for that reason, but I think it was just convenient, right? But he's right. I don't think for a second this man was with her for money. They didn't have money. And he worked a factory job in order to pay for her education that she was in a lot longer she was supposed to be. <laughs> and they weren't getting ahead. Yes, he was sending money back to his family, as much as we've seen the American have issue with that. When you are going to marry somebody from a Caribbean island, especially, but not just, you are going to be expected to send money back. This is the reality of it. I have talked about it in length when it comes to Ashley and Manuel. That's just how this goes. So stop acting like you're surprised. I'm not surprised that he sent money back to his family. What I am surprised by is how much they upgraded <laughs> over the years. But the money stretches differently in these in these countries than they do in a North American country, whether that is Canada, the States, it is different. So it doesn't surprise me. So then Chantel and River call Karen to say it's over. And that's that. And then we end off the episode with a montage of Pedro and Chantel in a much happier moment in their, what was their relationship? And it's very, it's very emotional to watch. But here's what I'm going to say. Because, again, wasn't covering them from the very beginning. Obviously, it's a new podcast. But here's what I'll say. Take you through my journey and my thoughts on Chantel and Pedro. When I first saw Chantel and Pedro come on my screen, I thought these two are real. We didn't have a lot of real couples, in my opinion, you know, especially now. But I put Chantel and Pedro on the pedestal of like Lauren and Alexi. And there's not many people who get on that pedestal from the very beginning for me. Very few couples have ever gotten that pedestal from me. Lauren, Alexi, Chantel and Pedro are on there. And I think even one more recently, 
I feel like got up there pretty quickly. Um, oh yes, uh, David and, um, and Sheila, for me, was like right there where I'm thinking, you gotta work, and if you don't, it'll be really sad. That's how I felt about Chantel and Pedro as well. And honestly, I feel like those are the only couples for me that I can think of off my head that have ever been on that pedestal for me. And then these in the show where I'm thinking, you're real. Your, your love is real. And, and it was, it was really amazing to see because I really felt the love he had for her, felt the love she had for him. And, and we call her Pinky, you know, it was so cute. And I felt like they had to work. But then something changed, right? We can we all agree? Something changed with him. I'm not sure what that was, but something changed. And you're just thinking, oh my God, like, they're breaking up. They're divorcing. This is happening. Like, what's, this is crazy. But, Prior, it made me think, like, with everything that's kind of going on and how he was treating her last season, I'm just like, he's been using her this entire time. Shit, Karen was right. He was trying to harvest the American dollar or now have access to the American economy or whatever. And I'm just like, this is, he's been using her the entire time, but why stay the seven years with her? That's longer than you need to be with, with the American, you know? So it was, it was very confusing for me. Until this episode. Until this episode. And you can tell he had his backup, he did initially. And then when he kind of saw, oh shit, like, she really thinks that I cheated on her. She really thinks that I didn't love her. She really thinks these things. I need to clear this up. And you can see the hurt and the whatever. And that finally, what I want to see is you're hurting. Divorce sucks. Even if this is what you want. Divorce fucking sucks. And it's hurtful. And it's painful. And I wanted to see that from him. And I wasn't. But in this moment, I was finally seeing that. I'm like, okay, I see you're human. I, maybe he did have a demon. Who knows? But you can see that finally I'm seeing you act like a human here. This was a marriage. And I wasn't seeing that from you, but I am now. And that's great. So I don't think their relationship was fake. I think, unfortunately, their relationship ran its course. I think it lasted longer than I thought maybe. I think maybe some people think it should have. But I will say this. Their fucking families are the reason that these two are not together. If they could have gone to a fucking island somewhere and be away from their families, they would have survived. They would have thrived. They would have been fine. It is their fucking families that caused this. So here's what I'm going to say. A word of caution to families of people who are married to each other. Butt the fuck out. Butt 
the fuck out. If your child wants to come and talk to you about things, that's okay. Let them do that. But sometimes listen. That's all you need to do. You don't need to get involved. You don't need to, you know, do a fucking thing. Just listen to your child if they need to talk. But better yet, and I think this was said amazingly from uh, Kenny and the part uh, four of the tell-all on toe. Again, recording this after that. Just butt the fuck out. Don't get involved. Let them figure it out. Let them figure it out. Don't get involved. And for God fucking sake, you don't have to like the person that they have married. I'm not saying you need to like them. You don't need to like them. But respect them because this is the person your child has chosen. And hopefully, God willing, will be either fathering or mothering your grandchild. So respect them. Let this be just, let Chantel and Pedro be a lesson. Because I really, truly think they would have worked otherwise. That's my opinion. And, um, yeah. Here's what I'll say, though. Do I think Pedro is telling the truth about him not cheating on Chantel? Not, no, not at all. I don't believe it for a second. I still don't. You don't. You don't not sleep with your partner, your wife, for a year almost. I think that's what she said, give or take. You you don't even not have sex with your partner for two months without getting it from somebody else. I'm sorry. I just maybe I've been with people who have a very high sex drive, but fuck, so do I. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me at all. It just doesn't. So, no, I don't believe him. I think he did. Now, do I think he necessarily cheated with his co-workers or his boss? I don't know. But that would make a really great show if he did. <laughs> so, who knows? Do I think he had sex with Karima before their marriage? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Who knows? Do I think he has sex with her during his marriage? No. No, I don't. I will say that. Anyways, that's basically all I have. What I'll say about this season, this series in general. I think the season was useless. We didn't need it. Um, we didn't need it. But I I get it. We want to tie this up into a neat bow, although they're not doing that with Darcy and Stacy, but you know what? That's okay. Um, but it's not okay. It's really not okay. I'm still upset. Anyways, moving on. Um, I don't, I don't think the season was necessary. Now, what do I think about the series on a whole? I loved it. I really did. I really enjoyed watching. This was the reason I brought the on to this last season, because we both really loved the show. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I think my favorite season was the Filipino wedding. 
this fucking girl oh, this gold that season was gold but this was a good show this was a great concept I think we need to have you know a future family something I don't know what that is maybe maybe Andre and Libiers do for their show now you know what I take part no Mm-mm. we don't we don't we don't we don't need it at this point <laughs> but anyways that is a wrap on the family Chantel. it's a wrap on the season it's a wrap on the series but of course we're getting the single life which you should have fairly soon after this episode has released but looking forward to it definitely looking forward to it but yeah i think that's it i think i've covered everything uh again you'll get announcements and everything like that once we are back um back to normal on the regular episode which is um my day og you'll get everything on that episode but until then that's it for family Chantel. so if you like what you heard please rate and review the podcast on either apple Podcasts or spotify again we're on every different podcast app that you desire to use um, we're also on youtube at reality tea times two if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Facebook or Instagram at Reality Tea Times 2, Instagram, Threads, Twitter, TikTok at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. You can email us at Reality Tea Times 2 at hotmail.com. We have a website at solo.to forward slash Reality Tea Times 2. Two. Don't forget, I also have another podcast with my friend Mikel called The Next Take Podcast, where we have conversations and discussions about just about everything. And you can find us at our, our website at solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast, as well as YouTube at YouTube at Next Take Podcast. But that's basically it again don't forget if you rate and review us on either apple Podcasts or spotify and the five star rating i will read that on the podcast but that is it for now thanks guys bye